Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio, back at it again with another podcast. Tonight's podcast is about the most haunted forest in America, the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Lots of places are haunted around the world. Lots of places in the United States are haunted. There is multiple haunted forests around the world. You have the Agihara Suicide Forest. You have the haunted forest in Romania, which people say is a portal straight to hell. But tonight we're going to talk about the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. The Pine Barrens of New Jersey encompasses over 1.1 million acres of preserved woodlands spanning seven counties. Though this forest is in the heart of America's most densely populated state, it's situated between two major cities, New York and Philadelphia. The land is mostly Ural and dotted with ruins of former mill and mining settlements, along with an incredible assortment of ghost towns. This heavily forested stretch of the state is also known for an abundance of ghosts. Many national publications have listed this scenic spot among the most haunted places in the country. Have you, have you ever been there? Have you ever been to the Haunted Forest in New Jersey? If you have, let me know. Please communicate with me. You can go to ParanormalInkOhio.com. You can tell me there. And from there, you can go to the Paranormal Ink Ohio group. You can also tell me there. You can straight message me, Paranormal Ink Ohio, on Facebook. And let me know. I want you guys to be a part of this. Uh, join in. Talk to me. Let me know what's going on. In 1978, Congress designated 1.1 million acres of coastal plain in southern New Jersey to be protected as part of the Pinelands National Reserve. This was America's first national reserve established to protect the unique ecology of the region. However, the history of the Pine Barrens dates back much further than 1978. Lenny Nalipe Indians first inhabited the area around 1200 AD. European settlements began springing up along the Malika River by 1694. The iron industry brought jobs and wealth to the Pine Barrens, with New Jersey producing much of the iron used during the Revolutionary War of 1812. Other industries, I'm sorry, it was with the Revolutionary War and the War of 1812. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Other industries that thrived in the Pine Barrens included glassmaking, paper, cotton, and clay production. However, when coal was discovered in Pennsylvania, many area residents headed west. Communities were abandoned overnight, leaving behind more ghost towns than almost any other state in the United States. Along with ghost towns, the area is known to have an abundance of ghosts and other supernatural creatures, such as the Jersey Devil. Guys, this is one thing I've been wanting to talk about. I, uh, I said in an earlier episode that I wanted to start doing cryptids and some cryptozoology. And the Jersey Devil, I find to be one of the most interesting cryptid that I have ever read about. Um, just everything about it. And so, <clears throat> the Jersey Devil is probably the most famous paranormal Pine Barrens resident. Legend says that the demonic creature was the 13th child of Deborah Leeds, born in 1735. The literal spawn of Satan. This creepy cryptid is said to have wings and hooves with a horse-like head, claws, forked tail, and blood-curling scream. Many South Jersey residents have spotted the beast. Reports of the Jersey Devil sightings date back to 1820, when Joseph Bonaparte, brother of Napoleon, 
claimed to have witnessed the Jersey Devil on his Bordentown estate. The creature was blamed for livestock killings in the 1840s and again in the 1920s. The most famous incident of panic over the Jersey Devil occurred in 1909. In the month of January, hundreds of sightings were reported along the attacks in Haddon Heights and Camden. Newspaper coverage led to widespread hysteria. A $10,000 bounty was put on the creature's head, and schools were even closed for a short time. At this point in time, these people were so afraid of this thing, they shut down schools, they put a $10,000 bounty, $10,000 in 1909, that's, that's, that's a lot of money in today's standard. So these people were really serious about this. They wanted to get it caught, they wanted to get it out of there, and they were going to do anything they could to get it out, and anything to do to protect their families. You know, they shut down places and just put this thing, a uh, price on its head. So following the Jersey Devil, there is also some ghosts of the, t of the Pine Barrens. And of course, you know the Jersey Devil is only just the start. The ghost of a small boy is said to haunt the Octo area. The victim of a hit and run, he roams Burnt Mill Road, still searching for his killer. If you drive down the road at night and turn off your lights, you may just see a boy running for his ball. However, I wouldn't recommend turning your lights off on a dark road unless you're looking to be the next Pine Barrens ghost. Another spirit said to roam the Pine Barrens is the ghost of James Still, an African-American doctor. During the time of slavery, legend says that he was lynched when locals found that he was practicing medicine. Some say he died of natural causes, but most believe he, was a, he is a friendly ghost assisting those lost or injured in the area. Other ghosts include a blonde woman, a white stag, black dog, and the headless spirit of the infamous pirate Captain Kidd. Of course, with the milling industry being incredibly dangerous, many spirits of maimed workers may linger there as well. And again, you got to realize Jersey, New Jersey is huge, it is, it is huge. And this place spreads over 1.1 million acres. So, my question to you is, do you think the Jersey Devil is real? Do you think these ghosts and these uh, spirits that they're seeing are real? Or is it just mass hysteria? Or is it just there's so much land people just can't understand? You know, there's so many ghost towns in the Pine Barrens. Maybe people just can't understand why there's so much land and nobody's on it. I get it that it's a protected site, but nobody's there. The government's not there. The civilians aren't there. Nobody's there. So why would they keep such a place so open? Some lead to believe that, you know, we, the government created the Jersey Devil. And it's loose. And they're just studying it as it's doing what it wants to do. Some people also believe that it's the spirits, it's the ghosts that run the Pine Barrens. That boy was, a uh, little boy was killed in a hit and run. You know, he's, like, like I just said, he's searching the area for his killer. Doomed to wander the Pine Barrens for eternity till he finds his killer. All the other spirits that they see there. I just don't understand how such a huge area that occupies so much land can just be left desolate. And with nothing. So, are the statements true? Is there a Jersey Devil? Is there a spirit of a little boy? 
Is there many ghosts that roam the Pine Barrens? I've never been there. I would love to be there and go look, but I do believe. I believe in a lot of this stuff. I believe in a lot of the paranormal, and I believe in cryptids. And I believe that there is something there. There is something that people just don't understand. Maybe it's something that they've seen, heard, or even was attacked by. And they just can't understand what it is. So they're making something to be what that is. Or there's legitimately a hooved horse head demon running around in the Pine Barrens. Which could also be true. It could all be very true. I just leave it up to you to, to whether you want to believe it or not. I believe the Pine Barrens is a, a lot of land, and I believe it is special, very special to, to some people. And I believe maybe back in those days, in the early 1800s, 1900s, there was rituals done there, and something was let loose into the Pine Barrens. Because back in those days, a lot of that stuff was done. A lot of ritualistic activities were done back in those days. And there was also the hysteria of witchcraft. Everybody's a witch. This person's a witch. That person's a witch. But all the rituals of Satanism, paganism, you know, witchcraft, dark witchcraft. I'm not saying all witchcraft is evil because there is good witchcraft. There is bad witchcraft. All these evil powers could just conspire and they could have been there and they could have been doing a lot of bad things. Conjuring up a lot of bad things. Things they couldn't mess around with. They didn't know what to do with once they got a hold of it. And now this thing is stuck. Roaming the area. Until it's either stopped. Or it decides to stop. So I believe there is an evil there. There is a very big evil there. There is a, some type of presence there that is keeping this Jersey Devil alive and there. Many people have seen it. Sightings have been seen. I mean, a man got a picture of it that is so close up that it just, it details everything what it's supposed to be. Now, could have been a hoax. It could have been doctored. Could have been put together. That's very true. Either or could have happened. But so many sightings of one thing could lead to believe that there really is something. Or it's mass hysteria. I know a lot of people believe in Bigfoot. And there are so many Bigfoot sightings it is unreal. But that doesn't mean it's all fake. That doesn't mean it's not true. How can so many sightings go as lies? Why would people take time out of their day just to make an elaborate lie? Is it to get on national TV? Be talked about in a magazine or a newspaper? It could be. But I believe that there's something. There's always something behind everything that is said. There is a truth about everything. And I believe that the Jersey Devil is real. I believe it is a very real demonic entity. And it roams those lands. The reason why it won't leave those lands is because it was ritualistically brought here. Whether it be born by a woman. Whether it be born by a spell. It was brought there for a reason. And that's where it's stuck. That's where it can never leave. So that's why you find so many sightings on or near the Pine Barrens. And there's so many ghost towns. There's so many places, 1.1 million acres of land that this thing can find to hide and lay in wait for someone else to just come and for it to attack. Now, I believe the other spirits are very real. 
I wouldn't run a paranormal investigation group or have my own paranormal investigating business if I did not believe in it. I believe the spirits are there. I believe the spirit of the little boy is there. I believe the spirit of the blonde lady is there. I believe the headless figure that people see is there. So many people saying the same thing cannot just be ruled as a lie or hysteria. There has to be some type of truth behind it. Maybe it's a little bit of truth and it's just construed in such a wild way that we can't understand. So we mark it off as it's a lie. Or maybe it's all real. It's all the truth. Every second of it. Every word ever spoke about it could possibly be real. Just imagine this. Open your mind for five seconds and just imagine if something like that was real. That you actually saw this thing with your very eyes. It attacked you. It chased you. You could hear it. You can even smell it. It's so close. Would it be real to you then? Or would it all just be fake? I can't say either way. That's up to you to decide. I've told you how I feel about it. I believe it's very real. And I believe that everything that has been said about the Pine Barrens has truth behind it. I just can't wrap my head around someplace being 1.1 million acres of land and there be nothing there, whether it be a nature preserve or not. Helltown, Ohio is the same way with me. How can there be so much land and these houses are still standing there and their stuff is still inside these houses from the 70s and the 80s that is still there from the day that they left? And it's just, now it's a wildlife preserve. There was something in the water. Granted, there may have been something in the water there, So, but why wouldn't they let the people take their things, their belongings with them? Why was they all rushed out of there in such a fast manner? That tells me there's something more than just something in the water. There is something more going on. Just like I believe that there's something more going on in the Pine Barrens, or there was at one point in time, which brought upon this thing. So, whether you believe in the Jersey Devil, or the spirit of the little boy, or the spirit of the blonde, or the headless figure that is seen in the Pine Barrens, that's up to you. But if you go to visit the Pine Barrens, just always keep your eye out. Watch around your back. If you hear something that you think is not there, it could be there. Something could very well be there and hunting you, leading to you to believe that you're going to be attacked. And maybe, if the spirits are all real, if you guys you know believe or don't believe in that, then the spirit of the nice African-American man who helps people will help you and keep you safe while you're at the Pine Barrens. So, that was tonight's episode on the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will be back next Monday with another episode. But as you know, this Thursday and Friday, I will be live at ParanormalIncOhio.com, which will take you directly to the Facebook page, the business page. You can check me out live there. You can also just go to ParanormalIncOhio.com to check out some crystals or some healing sage, some protection sage. That will help with anything and everything you have need with the paranormal. You can also just go to ParanormalInkOhio.com to look at the ghost videos I have on there. The ghost stories. And it can take you to Paranormal Ink Ohio group. And on the group page is where we discuss everything paranormal. I also talk to you guys there and you guys give me ideas for different episodes. 
for different ghost stories, different podcasts. I love for you guys to actually be a part of this process. And I want to hear from you guys. I love you guys. This is why I do this stuff. So you ever have a chance, come check it out. You can talk to us. You can give me an idea. You can, If there's anything going on with you, if there's anything going on with a loved one, with the paranormal, let me know. I will do anything and everything in my power to help. You can also check us out on YouTube at Paranormal Inc. Ohio. You can also check us out on TikTok at Paranormal Inc. Ohio. I know I sound like a broken record. But again, as always, thank you so much for coming and listening to tonight's episode. We will be back next Monday with another episode of the Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope each and every one of you have a wonderful evening.